Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Relatable Thoughts. You're listening to episode 100, which is amazing, of this amazing podcast. Thank you so much for being here, for being along with this journey. Maybe you've been here from episode one. Maybe you just got here. Wherever you are at, thank you for being here. This is a great moment, and I'm very excited to share this with you, honestly. For those of you who don't know, I'm Caleb Price, the college coach. I'm here to help you create confidence at this crucial stage of your life where it matters most. And I'm here today specifically um, to wrap up my thoughts on goals. Goals specifically related to the concept of rushing, of hustling, of hurrying. But before we get on to wrapping up, I just want to celebrate this moment with you and ask you, if you have personally received any benefit from this podcast, maybe from this episode, maybe from previous episodes, anything at all, could you please share it? Could you please share it, you know, do that small part, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or leaving a five star wherever you're listening to it? Or if you don't have that opportunity, maybe share it with a friend, share it on social media. I would really appreciate it. I would really love to grow this podcast and, and keep it going. Because, you know, 100 is amazing. I am very happy for this moment. But again, I fully intend to be at 200, to be at 300, to keep on going with this. And I want it to have as much impact as possible. So I would really appreciate it. Anyway, to get on to this concept of rushing, I want to start off with the foundation that I'm not trying to say don't move fast in your life. <laughs> like speaking for myself, I talk a lot, very fast. My brain moves very fast. I like to do things simultaneous. Oftentimes I like to try and multitask. A lot of times that multitasking doesn't actually help me move really fast, but you know, it's kind of something that I've come, become accustomed to, trying to do a lot of things, trying to um, schedule things and plan things and always be busy and, and trying to do a lot. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Nothing is wrong with that way of living. What I want to offer you, though, is to ask yourself, why are you wanting to be in a rush to get the goal that you're after? Most of the times when we talk about goals, we just want it. We want it so bad. You know, we want the body. We want uh, the physique. We want um, the strength and the stamina to achieve those physical things, or we just want the grades so then we can get the career that we're looking for. Uh, we want the girlfriend so we can finally feel better and feel love. We want these things because we think our life is going to be better. Deep down, we want to get the goal because we think it's going to make us feel better. We think we our lives are just going to be so much better. I know I, I used to think all the time, specifically when it came to, like let's say, a relationship, I wanted that so bad. 
you know, I would see people in relationships and they were happy. And I was like, well, I want to be happy. So I want a relationship. And I thought, well, I just got to do it now. Like I want it now. Like I want to put all this effort in and I want to start seeing those results. Like it just, I'm not saying to myself, like I'm in a rush, but the energy and the activity, my mindset around it is all centered around this idea of I'm in a rush to get this thing. And what I always associate being in a rush equals, in my opinion, I don't want to be here. It's sort of like, you know, whenever you're in a rush, like in traffic, like, and you're like, come on, like, let's go, let's get things moving. And you start becoming a little erratic or you start maybe yelling at cars like my dad sometimes does. It's because he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be sitting at a red light. He wants to be moving. You know, when people are anxious on an airplane and they're in a rush to get out, it's because they don't want to be there. They want to be on the transfer flight that they're getting onto because that is going to make their life easier, right? And so it's so obvious to us when we've kind of identified finally the thing that we want. This is assuming, of course, you've done the work. You've kind of figured out, okay, this is the thing I want. I want to you know, maybe lose a certain number of pounds, or maybe I want to finally get in a relationship. I want to stop getting friend zoned so much. It kind of sucks. Or I want to get into this internship. I want to get this research opportunity that's pretty difficult. I want to get this scholarship. Um, I want to, you know, figure out funding and I want to increase my income. So we're not like kind of like making ends meet all the time. We're just newlyweds and like things are really difficult like that. I don't know. Whatever it is, you want it. And sometimes we want things so badly that we want them now. (laughs) We want them so badly that we think they should be happening right now. And if we were to follow up with why do we want them to be happening right now, it's because right now is not really a fun place to be. You are not comfortable or comfortable with yourself, good with yourself in the place of now. So this actually leads into a funny concept that our brains deal with when it comes to value when it comes to giving value to time. And it's a concept that's called delay discounting, meaning that we tend to discount how valuable something is the longer it takes to get that said thing. So the easiest concept I can find in terms of a metaphor is that Let's say I were to offer you $10 right now here in this moment. But I would also say if you decided to wait a week, I would be able to give you $15 if you didn't take the $10 now. Now, most of you would probably say, I could do that. Like, I can wait a week in order to get five more bucks. Like, it's just waiting. Like, I can do that. Like, I have that amount of patience. But what if I said, okay, it's $25, but you have to wait a year would you take that opportunity? Now, I'll tell you what my brain thinks. My brain thinks I would take the $10 probably. Not just because it's right here and right now, but because I can use that money right here, right now to potentially make more than the $25 I would get later on. You know, put in some stocks, some investment in my business, or secretly what's probably also going on is my brain, my primitive brain, the brain that wants instant gratification is like, well, we could use that $10 now. I do not want to wait for the $25. We think that things that take time to get aren't valuable or aren't as valuable as they would be if we were to receive them right now, even if the result is not 
the same, even if we know that if we were to actually wait longer, we would probably get a better result, which is fascinating because that is the evidence that is shown in quite a few things, honestly, in the world. The more you wait, the more you leave your money in a stock, it's going to go up. On average, it always goes up. Even on down years, you know, you just keep on going. It's always going to go up. Education, the more education you get, it's the more valuable it's going to be. You know, if you just got your degree, like, like say you had like six months and you're like, yep, I'm good. And like, let's say they awarded you a degree. Yeah, maybe you'd be valuable, but the more you get an education, the more you wait for that. And, you know, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get more value out of that degree. The same is true in just our taste. Um, I mean, I've never personally tasted wine, but people say that older wine tastes better. It's the same goes with cheese. Older cheese tastes better. It matures. The same goes with like yeast and you're like raising bread and you're trying to grow like a sourdough starter. The more time, better it's going to be. The more you grow in it, the better it's going to be. The same with a tree. Like, yes, the tree starting out, like it might have a little bit of fruit some years, but the more you wait, more fruit you're going to get. This is true in Italian cooking. The more you cook the sauce, the better the sauce is. Always, 100%. The more you cook the sauce, the better the sauce is. The trick is can you wait that long before eating an amazing sauce? Can you wait that long? Because our brains value the moment of now far greater than the future. Now, this is fascinating because you might think, well, no, my brain always is thinking about the future. I'm always thinking about the anxiety of the future. I'm always worrying about that. Or my brain's always going to the past. I'm always worried about the past. I'm always dwelling on my mistakes. Yeah, it is going to the past. It is going to the future. In fact, it honestly isn't really staying in the now. But when it comes to goals or anything that is future-focused that you desire, not that your brain is giving you, but that you desire deep down, your brain is going to play the opposite trick. It's going to be like, oh, I'm so concerned about the now. I'm actually really concerned about the now instead of before. You know, before, you know, I didn't care about the now. Now I am. And the now says we don't want to be here. <laughs> so we need to hurry and get the quick rich scheme. We need to, you know, get the diet pill. All these things to make us feel better or get us to the goal when in fact it's not going to last. Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, when we're in a rush, we've all experienced it, we never do quite as good a job. Whenever you're rushing to finish a project, you're rushing to finish an essay, you've all experienced it. You write whatever you need to in order to call it good, to get it done. Now, it's not a problem by any means, but is this something that is sustainable? Is this something that is desirable for the thing that you're trying to do? Let's say that you have a goal for yourself to put yourself out there more, go on more social outings, and to go on more dates, to not be friend-zoned as much. Okay, so if you're in a rush for that, most likely you'd be in a rush for a relationship. You're like, I want to get in a relationship now, okay? So if you're in a rushed state of mind, like I need to get that now, like let's do it fast, you know, college is kind of ending, I'm going to be moving on soon, like I need to get this opportunity now. I was just talking to someone about this. I experienced this. Very normal. Very common. Okay, how do we approach this? If we're in a rush state, 
we're like, okay, well, then I need to get a date this time, and maybe I even need to get another date um, pretty soon after, so I need to start, you know, identifying people in the ward, and I need to start texting people, maybe kind of blitzing it a little bit. You'd put all your effort and probably a lot of eggs, so to speak, you know, a lot of eggs in many baskets, um, but would you be intentional necessarily with all the people that you were trying to date? Maybe, maybe not. Or maybe you were in a rush state with a person, um, but you know, you just decided, you know, I'm going to go after this one person. Okay. So you start talking to him, you start texting them and you're like, Hey, let's go on a date. You're like, great. And then you're just so focused on getting the relationship, on getting the date, on getting the goal that you kind of throw out of the window. The whole point of what you're doing there is, do you even like the girl? or guy that you're going on this date with. Do you even enjoy yourself? Rather than in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, this is good. We could probably go on a second day. And if we went on a second day, we could go on this time. Maybe this is just how my brain works. Maybe I'm only talking about myself in this kind of space. But what I totally 100% believe is that whenever we're focused on, again, getting somewhere, because here is no good, we will always stay in the here is no good state because we're not actually doing the thing that is required to elevate ourselves out of it. We're not actually focused on enjoying our moment with the person. We're not actually focused on, do we actually like this person? Do we want to spend more time with this person? And the other person is probably like, I don't feel like they're listening to me necessarily, or I don't think, you know, I think things are kind of going really fast or it seems kind of weird and kind of fake. And it probably might feel that way because again, you're being a little disingenuous and insincere with this idea of being in a rush just to get in a relationship at what cost? At the cost of maybe you even get in a relationship and you realize, oh, this isn't what I wanted. You didn't have the opportunity to recognize it wasn't what you were looking for because you were in such a rush to just get somewhere. You see, when we're in a rush, we fail to see what it is that we really want. We fail to course correct. And in fact, for me, it's not sustainable. That's why personally for me, I've never really loved impossible goals. I think impossible goals are fantastic. I think we all should have some. I have some. I just have some, you know, big dreams. And they're the things that I keep to myself. The things that I, you know, I hope for, I dream for, and I, I do aspire to, and I make, I do work towards. But the real goals for me are what I call sustainable goals. I was just talking about with this with a friend. What are my sustainable goals? Meaning, what's a goal that I can do every single day for the rest of my life if I wanted to? Meaning, what is a goal that can become me, and if I did it, I don't know, not even for the rest of my life, but let's say we did it for five years and then I got my goal. How amazing would that be? Let's say, for example, I want to write a book. Well, I could say like, I don't know, 200 pages, not not counting editing, not counting all these things. Let's say I had to write 200 pages and I think it said like a thousand words a week that would take like two years or something like that. Maybe not, maybe like a year and a half. That's all it would take. Can you write a thousand words a week? If that's what you wanted to do, I bet you could. Even then though, maybe you only wanted to write 500 words a week. Okay, writing the book would only take three years then. Is that a problem? 
Is that anything that, you know, what's wrong with that? Your brain's probably going to protest. It's going to say, that's too long. Why is that too long? Because what? Because you don't want to sit here not having a book done. You don't want to sit here without the reward of saying, I'm an author. You don't want to sit here saying that you're a terrible person, basically, and you're not doing enough. This is the discomfort that we must sit in when it comes to having goals that last, that we can keep on doing forever, and goals that will truly change us, and honestly, are faster than rushing. Because rushing, we have to keep going back and reminding ourselves why we're doing this, and it takes more effort. We drain ourselves, and more often, we like to give up when it comes to rushing. We don't have to do it all now. My business does not have to be big right now. In fact, I'm doing so much in my life right now that I don't want it to be big right now. I'm very content with how things are because I choose to be content with me and I choose to put forth the daily effort that I've decided for myself. The same is true for my engineering class that I'm taking. I'm taking one class at a time. Yeah, it'll take me four years to get my master's. Okay, that's fine. Bring it on. I can sit in that. Yes, my brain's going to protest. It's uncomfortable. This is a stretching exercise that we must do with ourselves to be intentional about how we are spending our time. So I want to invite you with kind of the last remaining minutes that we have to ponder this. We're already like over halfway into January, which is wild to me. Time is going pretty soon. It'll be three months and then six months. Your birthday is going to come by for some of you pretty quickly, I imagine. And then sooner or later, it's going to be Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, the whole shebang. We've gone through the whole cycle. And people are going to do all sorts of things. You are going to do all sorts of things. Time is going to go on whether you like it or not. So I invite you to really consider what is the one thing that I want to say I did this year. Not because you need to do it, not because you need to be better, just because I want to. And maybe it doesn't even have to be this year. Maybe you could just say, what is the one thing that I just want to do? And we stretch ourselves and we say, I don't know, let's say five years. What do you want to say about your life in five years? Because as, I don't know, as I've always heard when it comes to like people wondering like, oh, should I go to medical school? Should I go to law school? That's so much time. A famous person once said, you know, the time's going to pass anyway. So you might as well do something with it. Meaning the length of time does not matter when you reach your goal. You are amazing and good just as you are. And your life is happening every single day. There is so much that's happening for you. And it's, again, your goals are for your becoming. Meaning that it'll be far more valuable and teach you a far more valuable lesson and will be far more sustainable if you choose something and stretch it out where your brain is uncomfortable and that you're doing it for a long period of time and not rushing there. Because you're content with yourself, you're content with your progress, 
but you are consistent in doing it. That's why this year I'm committing to give up social media. I think it's something that I've really been pondering on. It's something that I want to do, and I'm going to just finally commit to it. Of course, I'm going to still have the opportunity to post. I'm going to have some help with that, but I'm really just going to kind of cut it cold turkey and just see what happens, see how sustainable that is. You know, maybe some days I won't be complete with it, but that's something that every day I can ask myself, did I do that or not? I also plan every time I go to the gym to run a mile. I'm preparing for a swim run that I want to be kind of a memorable event for the year that I'm training for. And I know I need to really build up um, my cardio abilities. And so I'm running a mile. Every time I go to the gym, I choose to run a mile. I can do that. That's something that I can choose every single day. It's sustainable. Every week, I also have a goal to write. I try to write a thousand words. I haven't really hit that yet. I'm kind of figuring out my stride, but that's okay. I'm not in a rush with that goal. In fact, that goal might have to be put on hiatus because there's so many other things that I want to be doing. There's so much that I'm doing for my social life, for my spiritual life, for dating, for work. Um, Honestly, it's kind of crazy. I would probably not recommend doing everything that I do. Um, I would really just choose one thing. I like doing lots of things, so I try to choose one thing for like a couple areas of my life. But I do it in a way that is sustainable, and I do it in a way where I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. I, I enjoy my life as it is. Yes, I make sacrifices for the goals. I make plans for the goals. But at the same time, I also just ask myself, what do I want to say I did this week? What do I want to say I did this month? Like, When an opportunity comes, do I want to say I did that opportunity? Do I want to say I went skiing? Yeah, I kind of do. I like skiing. Do I want to say I read more books? Yeah, I do. Do I want to say I've spent so much time on social media? Sometimes. But I think less so. And so I'm going to stop. I've just kind of decided. Not to say that any of this is easy by any means. No, my brain has incredible resistance to all of this. That's why I'm talking about this with each and every one of you. That's why I'm committing to all of you. All of this. And that's the beauty of not being in a rush. Being in a rush, remember only really has to do with why Why do you want to get there? Of course we want to get our goal. It's a goal. It's helping us become. It's the thing we want. But when it comes to we want it because we don't like who we are right now or where we're at, the life that we're living, our financial circumstances, we don't, it ultimately just comes down to we don't like us. We don't like how our life is turning out. We think it's wrong. We think something is wrong. We need to fix it with this goal. Of course, we're going to be in a rush in that case because, you know, we think we have to hurry. We have to do these things. Nope. It's a lie. There's no rush, my friends. Yes, if there is a goal out there, go after it. But there's no need to be discouraged when there's a setback because, again, you're not in a rush. There's no need to quit because you're not in a rush. It's not called quitting unless you never do anything for it again. If you, let's say, start a goal and then stop a goal and start a goal and then stop a goal and start it again, and it takes you three years to get it or 10 years or your whole life, you will have done it. That's what I call sustainability. That's what I call not being in a rush. You still get to it at the end of the day. 
And in fact, you will get to it far faster than being in a rush. I hope that helped you. I hope you have a great week. I hope, well, you know, I really am excited to see what you can accomplish. Um, And I hope to continue to share how I'm going about my goals and how I continue to make it sustainable. And I'll continue to post more content about that, about my journey um, during the weeks and months that I'm going about this. Um, You can follow me on Instagram, of course, on Facebook. I'm also now on Twitter recently at Caleb Coaching and TikTok. I think it's Caleb Price Coaching. Um, Feel free to follow me on there or get my email list. I send great emails every week that are awesome. Um, You should definitely get those if you like uh, me and hearing my voice even more, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, I love you guys. Take care out there. No need to be in a rush. You're doing great just as you are. Just keep going. Okay. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, sign up for your free coaching call today. I want to give a special shout out to the Life Coach Schools. Thank you for teaching me about the concept of delayed discounting. It is awesome. I love this school. I'm so grateful to have learned how to be a life coach from them. Thank you again. And to all of you, keep it spicy.